souls will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. This is Eurofolk Radio, and this is the Restoration Hour. And uh, we've got a uh, big show lined up for you today, two hours. Uh, First of all, Daryl McClanahan, who's running for Congress. That is U.S. Congress, not the state congressman or congress critter. And uh, we'll be talking with him about how his campaign is going, etc., but first, I just want to. Uh, well, first of all, uh, uh, let, let's check your sound, uh, Daryl. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. Very good. How are you? You're good. Good. And uh, your sound was a little bit better before the show started, so I don't know if you backed off your mic or, or whatever. Okay. So, uh, but uh, that sh- it should do. But first, I want to tell tell everybody about Gina Aversano. Uh, uh, Gina Aversano was uh, caught uh, putting a a swastika on a rock in New York City, a rock that was put there by some uh, homosexual activists. And so in protest to their activism, she put that swastika on a rock. And she's been prosecuted to the hilt in New York. And uh, I reported on her case before, in fact, I had her husband on uh, on the air about a year ago when all this started, and they really treated her miserably. They uh, arrested her and uh, let her go in the middle of the night. They dropped her on the streets of New York City around 2 a.m. with no money, no place to go, and she could have been assaulted while she was there. This is how people are treated by the New York City and New York State authorities, right? Anyway, I talked to her recently, and she's destitute, and she needs money. She's right now, she's serving her sentence, which is a a, a anti-bias class that she has to attend to reshape her mind, right? So she she doesn't hate the the international Jew like uh, most white nationalists do, and so she's having to pay three hundred dollars a month for this, and she really has no money because all her money was spent on lawyers. And but nevertheless, her case is over. I think she's got about six months to go, and so she could use your donations. And I'll give you her email address. It's aversano.gina at gmail.com. It's A-V-E-R-S-A-N-O, aversano.gina at gmail.com. She would appreciate help from anybody. Okay, so, and just, uh, or just send her an email and uh, tell her you support her. That would make her feel really good. So right now she's under house arrest, uh, She's uh, living all by herself, and uh, she has to go to these classes. I forget how often she has to go to these classes. But anyway, she has to bow bow to the establishment and n- never offend the establishment again. So 
as soon as she's done with this, uh, then she's going to travel to Florida and be with her husband. So th- that's the good news. Is this will eventually be over. But if you can, uh, get, contact her. Again, that's aversano.gina at gmail.com. Now, another person who could use help financially is Daryl McClanahan. How are you doing, Daryl? So why don't you quickly give out your, your contact info? Because uh, as we just talked about before the show, you've been hit with another fine from the uh, corrupt, should I use the corrupt justice system of the state of Missouri? Maybe it's not, maybe it's just the county you used to live in. But uh, yeah, so because uh, you, you need donations for your campaign. I do. It is just the county that we used to live in, Ozark County, Missouri. But I live up here in Vernon County, Missouri now. Okay. And uh, at Shell City. And uh, at Shell City, Missouri. That's going to be S-C-H-E-L-L. City, Missouri. 64783. And my P.O. Box is 77. So it should properly read P.O. Box 77, Shell City, Missouri. Six four seven eight three. Okay, very good. And I appeared in court for these charges that I have had put against me in Ozark County, Missouri, and they promised to they kicked the front door in for a YouTube video I posted, <laughs> and it wasn't it wow. wasn't a nice video that I posted, but it was my opinion, and I think it's a free speech matter. Although I am represented by an attorney now, a good one from Kansas City. And I'm supposed to limit what I talk about. But I talk about everything because I really feel like uh, those who have nothing to hide should hide nothing. Uh, The article I sent you about uh, that we're going to talk about here a little later, uh, we have to stand up. And I think I'm 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 being uh, ran through the mill because I stood up and uh, posted recordings of of how we were mistreated down in Theodosia, Missouri, on my YouTube channel, Missouri Battle Flag. Right. Uh, I okay. appeared in court and I was arrested and the charges that were over a year old, they had put in front of a grand jury and indicted me and put me in jail. And I think they had all intents of keeping me in jail until I would, of course, you know, plea bargain or something like this. And right. but I had an attorney appear with me and we had my wife had money with her. And she just bonded me out. And it had originally been a fifteen hundred dollar bond, which they returned the next week they sent me a check to daryl mcclanahan for fifteen hundred dollars so basically it cost us another fifteen hundred right uh for uh what was more it cost us a two thousand dollars it was a thirty five hundred dollar cash bond meaning you can't use a bondsman and you know the black lives matter and the george soros where they bail these people out of jail and they all get bail and then a lot of these places i i think they have uh Los Angeles, they just get a ticket. Even my attorney from Kansas City said that they are going after me like I'm a war criminal. Right. When not that if I didn't, if I did something that I shouldn't be in trouble, but uh, the circumstances of my case, they believe I should have never been charged over the property. Right. And the harassment they offered to lower to a misdemeanor, but because I've put videos up and I have a new I have a video up that has 350 views and it's about this Rebecca Rue murder trial. And this happened about a year before we moved out to Theodosia, Missouri, and it was on the Law and Crime Network. And I was in the chat there uh, writing about it. And officers that testified in that are on my YouTube channel telling me to throw pornographic flyers away. They were basically telling me to throw evidence away. 
Wow. And I was interviewed by, I was interviewed by the Missourian paper. If you Google Daryl McClanahan for U.S. Senate, you're going to find a Missourian article, uh, lesser known candidates. And I believe they're Democrats in disguise because I went looking at their Twitter. And a few days after my article, they put one up, the myth of police accountability. These people want it both ways. They want to black, they want to back defund the police and then they want to back, uh, no accountability they're just the media is the enemy of the american people and and then there was a debate a large debate on st louis and i have a call up with this jamie lamey his name's lamey lamey or no his name's joe lamey it should be joe lamo but joe (laughs) lamo tells me at the end of the call he says professionally i'd like you not to post it he tells me i don't meet the criteria i don't have enough money oh i don't have a forward facing I don't have a forward-facing uh, web page, uh, and I do. The other candidates uh, on many of the places have their Facebook page. I have a Facebook page where I put all of my uh, opinions and stories that I'm following that I think are important for America, and my contact info is always available for discussion or debate. And I've been invited all over the state for three minutes to speak, but Fox News, this prick, I'm sorry – uh, uh, proceeds to tell me that I don't fit the criteria and all but four candidates are uninvited. He tells Ooh. me we're uninvited. Right. Uh, and, and so I ask him, uh, you know, uh, well, back to the Rebecca Rood recording that I did during this trial, the Missouri public defenders called my Kansas City attorney mad and said that I should take that video down <laughs> because the pro- – check this out. This woman – I don't know if she was mentally ill or what, but the 17-year-old autistic daughter ended up in the fire burned to ashes. They didn't find nothing but some bones. Wow. And and I and the guy that collected the bones didn't wear gloves, and his name is Curtis Dobbs, and he ran for sheriff, and he lost down there in Ozark County. And he, I have him on a recording saying, are those flyers out there? And I'm like, yeah, they're uh, what I believe is evidence of a crime. That's not what I say, but I basically want him to come out. Well, they're still out there. Yeah, they've been out there for two days waiting for you guys to get your butts out here and yeah. do your job. Right. Basically. <laughs> oh, just take a picture of them and throw them away. Wow. Take them a picture. But what if they have a, a fingerprints? What if me and my wife end up murdered tonight from these psycho people, you know, or something happens and then I threw it away in the trash and no right. one knows where the flyer went. And this guy was testifying at the murder trial, the Rebecca Root trial. Well, in this trial, evidently the woman uh, was interviewed by the public defender's investigator. Okay. And she somewhat, she somewhat uh, confesses. But I believe that that was privileged information. She gave that information to the prosecutors, and the prosecutor who filed these phony charges on me—I believe they're 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 wrong charges that they filed on. Sure. He, uh, John Garibrandt went to the Missouri Supreme Court, and the Missouri Supreme Court ruled that they could use that recording in her trial. And so, in I called her up and recorded her. And Uh she's a public employee. She didn't want to give me her email. I said, hey, you're an investigator. I want to send you videos of those officers saying throwaway evidence, Winston and Collins, who testified. And she said, I'll look them up. I said, well, I have 600 videos. I Uh want to send them to you so you could get them. Well, I'm not giving you my email. I called (laughs) her boss in. I called her boss in Jefferson City, Columbia, Missouri, Rolla. Uh, 
And he said she should have been more professional. She should have gave me the email, the public sure. email, because she should have said, here's, here's the email, and she would have never heard from me again or whatever. And right. she's a public employee. And, I mean, if you have public defenders like that, not that, that we want criminals, but everyone in America is supposed to get a defense. And if you've got a investigator like her that's going to speak with you and then turn what you said, what we say can and will be used against you. Uh, they turn that over to the prosecution. Who needs a who needs a pro, who needs a prosecutor, or who needs a public defender or the prosecutors? They don't need any help when you got someone like this. Just outrageous, and they were really mad. Sure. So please listen to that. Give it a like, the thumbs up, and subscribing to my YouTube. I really think I'm shadow banned. This Fox News call, I think, is pretty good. The first two minutes I played for Jeffrey Winehouse, he couldn't take it the drama, but it's about seven minutes, and by the end. And at the end, I make sure to tell him, you guys up there in St. Louis that won't let me participate in the debate are fake news and fake media, (laughs) just like Donald Trump said. And so when I did the recording for the video, I put Trump for 2024, you know, just to rub in the Trump on, you know. Right. And uh, okay. so so they did arrest me in court and I've got court in August 4th. And the attorney was $10,000, and we've got him half of that. And uh, we just live on my wife's income. We're blessed that she has a good job. I'm a stay-at-home dad. I take care of my kids. Uh, Mowed grass all day today. The mower's broke. It's going to need a belt that's probably 50 bucks, and everybody knows what fuel costs. I'm blessed with with one of the – I I guess it's the ghost of one of the Irish Seven. Who were those guys they held in the Irish – in England, they held them in the Irish, uh, the guys that Prison. died of uh, the starvation. Uh, oh, right. Connor. Okay, right. No, I don't. Yeah, uh, some of those cool. guys have purchased a bunch of flyers that say Daryl McClanahan for U.S. Senate, and they're going to, like, pass them out around Missouri. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So what a blessing. Yeah. yeah, right. So I need to be encouraged. I often get down. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, keep my well, up. hey, fighter. this is politics. You're going to be used, abused, slandered and demeaned <laughs> until well, you I take office. What happened to me. I always what happened to me with everything in the country. You know, we have this Mark McClowski we've talked about on here that, you know, when he waved a gun and even just got threats that people were going to no one shot any guns near his house in St. Louis. They were shooting guns near my house. They shot an armadillo under our deck. They left a bomb. They were shooting 24-7, you know. And then I follow this guy on YouTube, James Freeman, that does a lot of police accountability stuff, and they come down on you for calling the cops. We live in law and order. I'm running for U.S. Senate. I believe in the law. I believe in law enforcement. I believe we have police to protect people. I don't want to confront my neighbor like that. This guy was being crazy. And, sure. and have to defend myself against his, him. Okay. Uh, and I always tried to avoid that. And I, the, the camera only triggered them because I think truly they're not conservatives. They try to say that's a conservative area, but I really think they're more like liberals. Yeah. They don't want to share information. They don't want to be transparent. Uh, they want to worship the police blindly. That's what they tell everyone to do with right. the shooting of Jeffrey Winehouse. See my Twitter yeah. The U.S. Observer article is on my Twitter page. Uh, I could use a thumbs up on Twitter. What a phony thing that is. You know, they said, uh, <laughs> yep. what did I hear? They said uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, it's like the first thing he's pulled out of in a while being he's got seven kids. 
Okay, that that why he, yeah. he pulled out. Well, he 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 was going to buy Twitter, right? So that fell apart. He was going to buy. Yeah, it fell apart. They said he pulled out. Okay. Although he has seven kids and he never pulled out. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have been following you that don't get story. It. No. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was okay. a sex joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it. I was pull out. He had seven kids with all these different women. My wife was looking it up. He's like, oh, he's got two with this exact. He's got one with like a gothic. Chick. I wasn't. They had a surrogate. He's a freak. You're right. He's you know one of these. You know, David Ewing, our friend who passed away, said he was already transhuman. I remember talking <laughs> with David Ewing. About, yeah, I don't doubt about it. Elon Musk. And, right. And right. Elon Musk said he's already transformed. He's he's already uh, not human. Right, right. So. Well, uh, hopefully you don't pull out of the race, okay? <laughs> so stay in there. <laughs> Stick with it. No, I'm not going to pull out of the race. I'm going to yeah. stay right till the end. And, I mean, there could be – I could get an opportunity. Uh, I don't think a, a lot of Missouri people are listening to Eurofolk. If you are, uh, call me up. If you heard me on Eurofolk Radio, you always yeah. want to talk to people and – yeah. Uh, and uh you know the little guy i'm i'm doing these i'm doing a series of videos with the ballads i've got a i did one for the county i was born in jasper county missouri and then newton county was the capital of the confederacy oh, wow. which they got a lot of things going on for them in newton county down there they they've got a uh They've got a firearms protection law in the count in Newton County, Missouri. I just saw, and then also Thomas Hart Benton. He was a famous artist, and I've been to the Missouri Capitol lots of times. And they have a famous mural in there. If you look him up, you'll see a painting of Joplin, and it's very well. There was Picasso in the seventies, uh, and or he Picasso was what in the fifties and sixties, maybe. Yeah, and uh, this and Thomas Hart Benton was in this. Uh, oh, somebody he he Benton did this like uh, abstract uh, modern art, but it's it's of history. Okay, there's some very fam- famous, yeah. beautiful paint. But he was from he was from the Osho, Missouri, where the capital of the Confederacy was. You know, Missouri was part of the uh, the Confederacy. And since I want to talk about the Confederacy, and I'm the Missouri battle flag, you know, I must be a racist, right? right. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so I'm I, doing a little short, trying to do the little short YouTube videos of each county with their ballot and say, please vote for me. Look Daryl McClanahan up, check out my Facebook, uh, my pages and stories, and, and uh, find right. out what I want to do. We have this guy running for Congress, this Irwin guy, and he's another Navy SEAL. And, and uh, that article uh, talks about leadership from uh, authority. And uh, I just don't have any faith in the. Navy SEALs when they say they got Osama bin Laden, right? I don't right. believe that story. No, neither do I. Uh, yeah, but you can't blame them for yeah. that. That's mass media hogwash, and, right? Last week, Fox News has the guy on all the time. Rah, 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 Fox News. They also had the trans, they have the transvest. I posted, every once in a while, I'll post something of Twitter or, or I'll post something of Tucker on my Facebook. I think I posted something a few weeks ago and then maybe months before. I don't really post him a lot because I don't, I do listen to him, but uh, they're I they just can't be believed when they, when the, the they have people like uh, transgenders on there promoting the transgender uh-huh. uh, uh, thing. We have to be separate from that. The 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 Christian conservatives, even though 
Uh, the flyer they're passing out says God's law. People could attack me for not living by God's law. Daryl drinks a beer. I said a curse word. <laughs> I made a bad video. I was rude to someone. I'm going to have to deal with that with, with that with God. But to fight the enemy, which is uh, we have an enemy that's destroying America. We It's just unbelievable. This uh, Hunter Biden being at a – why isn't this guy in jail, man? And right. They're sending our oil oh. to China. Europe and we're paying five dollars right uh, right yeah yeah and, and the whole hunter biden issue has just kind of gone away uh, mass media has simply dropped the ball on that joe biden is really vulnerable on that but they're not talking about it at all okay so all those videos he did you know having sex with What's prostitutes <laughs> or some in some cases probably rape yeah you want to do the article? It goes yeah, right sure. into it. It doesn't okay. talk about them, but the article is what we need to do. Okay. Uh, we are the kings, and we are the king's men, as Leroy Schweitzer said. Okay. Right. Okay. So this is, uh, I'm going to post it in the chat room momentarily. The Davenant Institute, the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate in the 21st Century West. Okay. Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate, something I've not have ever heard of, actually. And uh, has a, oh, this goes back to England, I see. And it says, it's a truism at this point to note that the relationship in the Western world between religious doctrine and political theory has become quite tense and uncertain. This is particularly true when we consider the past three to five years. Well, I'd say the past hundred years, actually, because the super rich, uh, namely the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and others, and their tax-exempt foundations have been attacking Christianity on a regular basis and and placing uh, false priests in the pulpit and uh, communists in the uh, the classroom. Okay? So there's... This is This is tyranny. This is tw- uh, pre-COVID. Uh, this is a June uh, 24th of 2019 article. And people felt under uh, tyrannical government at that point. People are just, this is really a way that we have to react. With, and we can use, there's other things, but you'll know all about this. when, when Go ahead, yeah. please. So as more and more nations have adopted same-sex marriage as the law of the land, this has had the knockdown effect of creating all sorts of questions about religious liberty, the legal status of churches, the legal status of other Christian institutions, etc. Well, here we have a problem right here, the legal status of churches, because any church that has adopted 501c3 corporate status uh, automatically becomes uh, an an arm of the state, okay? It gives... federal jurisdiction that if the the gays show up and say we want a wedding you're you might be in trouble yes depends on want to go after yeah yeah the irs will go after you the government with the cops will go after you (laughs) right and uh if you're if you have joined the 501c3 corporate status you are no longer free to preach the gospel you can only touch certain subjects that are allowed by the IRS. So, uh, and, and the vast majority of Judeo-Christian and they, denominations are 501c3. The IRS just got all new machine guns. What? Look at my face. 
Check oh, yeah. out my Facebook page. That, okay. This guy here at Missouri, the, the God, Guns, and Family, or Family, God, and Guns, he's got a YouTube channel. Right. He's a Catholic guy. He's at a Catholic school. Uh, I've tried to contact him about Jeffrey, but he's never responded. So Yeah. But he does do a lot of gun advocacy, and he does, he's covering that all of these agencies, uh, and they just got uh, – uh, they they just got these machine guns with a hundred thousand thirty round magazines. Wow! So they can have standard capacity magazines, but you know we we're, yeah. they want us to have ten round. Magazines. They, they so must be terrified. About tyranny, <laughs> and and uh, we've got to fight this with jury nullification with right. people running for government. There's a, if you look this up, there's some recent videos from some different guys. There's a book on Amazon. A guy wrote about it. It's a Protestant uh, belief going back, you know. But I think it's a it's a it's it's a divine right, right of freedom. Well, that, yeah. Uh, when tear good men have an obligation to stand up. Right, right. And I think it was Edmund Burke. I think it was Edmund Burke who said, men. "All that uh, evil requires to be victorious is for good men to do nothing." Uh, it's a paraphrase, yeah. but yeah, it's absolutely true. And most of the good men in the world are not doing anything, right? Although, you know, I think, you know, a lot of us are just biding our time, waiting for the knock on the door. We are the last okay? magistrates. Yeah, in the middle of the night, right, just like they did in the Soviet Union, the Bolsheviks uh, knock, or they didn't even bother. Well, they, in those days, they bothered to knock on the door because they knew the people weren't armed, Okay, here in America, they just break your door down and start shooting. So, and you probably uh, heard uh, about the red flag laws and how this uh, totally. I had never had my door kicked in in my life, and these guys kicked in my door just to be mean because this deputy Miller and Russo who kicked my front door in, they knew me. They had been to my house lots of times. I didn't know I had a warrant. If they would have showed up at my house yeah. in the morning when I'm having coffee and said, hey, Daryl, uh, we've got a warrant because that video you put up, you've made the good old boys mad and right. uh, you got to come to jail with me. I would have told my wife, yeah, okay, go to the bank and you know get the cash. Yeah. No, they come and they kick my door in. Well, I got little kids sleeping in the room. They kicked the door in. Right. Yeah. Could have hurt those kids yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's thug tactics because the government has been totally corrupted, and uh, you know it's really hard to find an honest politician these days. That lie about Osama bin Laden. We got a Navy SEAL that's a wife beater oh. and a uh, a liar that okay. blackmails women and ties them up in the basement. Eric Greitens, okay. uh, he's from the tribe. Oh, he's your former to... your former governor. Are you talking yes, about the former governor? Oh boy. Yeah, he, okay. there's a lot of hit, at, hit ads on him. And then we'll have to talk. We've got an independent. They've injected $20 million, this Jack Danforth, that says he's they've been a the Republican, but he's going to put a, yeah. a guy that's on the January 6th committee, Woods, this guy Woods, who was an attorney on the January 6th committee. He's yeah. moving to Kansas City, going to put his kids in school and run as an independent. I considered running as an independent. We have the August 2nd primary coming up and if you're get 10,000 signatures yeah, so four August weeks 2nd, away yeah you get your ballot you get your name on the ballot in November okay all yeah. right and see but come come August 2nd 
my name will get taken off the ballot because I'm not an independent. I'm Republican. So, you know, if I don't win the primary. Okay, and, right. Uh, so. Okay. Well, uh, we'll pray for you to win the primary. Uh, a lot of things going on. Yeah. And I need. Uh, so, Greiton is, is your main competition? Greiton is your main competition right now? Not really. No. I don't, I don't think. I think everyone is attacking him. I think the biggest competition is the woman, Vicki Hartzler, and Billy Long. And people like the attorney general, but he's backed by China. There's stuff. Oh, that, wow. That there's, he told Matt Thompson, he told Matt Thompson that he didn't work for the people. He worked for the state. Right. In regards to the, <laughs> the, the Chinese state. Shooting right. The <laughs> He's running. There's, there's 21 candidates on there. And I have a new conspiracy thing that I came up with. I was telling my wife about. I think maybe some of these candidates could maybe be investigated and right. did deep state money. Right. Uh, give them money. Like there's people around the state. Oh, for just sure. For instance, in a city, you could say. I I look them up. You look some of these candidates up, and you don't find nothing out about them. One guy in particular, I looked him up. He lives in this town. He doesn't have a Facebook. You don't find out nothing yeah. about him. I'm sure he's a real person. But <laughs> did they just pay him to rig right. the numbers? Did they just say, "Hey, go down, yeah. pay the 500 bucks Republican Party, and stay home"? Yeah. And because you're splitting the odds that the more people on there, right. You know, and maybe they only maybe they only put four or five ringers in there, and then of course a bunch of folks like me and right. other people signed up. Yeah, so uh, a few real candidates there, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah, thank you. yeah, okay, very good. All right, so uh, getting back to this article, we're talking about the legal status of Christian institutions here in America. One of the consequences of this is that some Christians are beginning to ask more basic questions about Christian political thought as they try to identify ideas that might replace those which have been ascended for the past 35 years. Well, yeah, you could go back to when was uh, 501c3 passed? I think it was 1955, okay? So it's it's 50 years, it's almost 60 years now that uh, that law was passed. It was sponsored by Lyndon Baines Johnson, by the way. And, uh, you know, for the purpose of undermining Christianity. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Christians, uh, and I see this uh, around the country in my travels. More and more Christians are beginning to become political. In fact, one guy said to me, I haven't been political my entire life. He's like 50 or 60 years old, don't know how old he is. And so now he's all of a sudden becoming political, right? Because they can see the, the degeneracy that's going on all around us. Yeah, the bot radio that I had that on on this boombox outside here in the yard. The kids, my wife listens to it when she commutes. She listens to the bot radio in her car, okay. the Christian radio. And they were they're calling for people to they're calling for pastors to stand up and they're calling for pastors and people, Christians to be patriots. So there's people out there. Yeah, you know, I talked to an attorney in Montana the other day, and we were talking about the Roe versus Way and the gun. Thing, and he said he really thinks there's going to be more freedom in the future that the government's going to back off. He's like a, he's an old cat. He's a cat. He's a diehard Catholic Democrat guy. Okay, but he's he's a, a one of these Democrats that don't believe in abortion. Right. I mean, he's real. Okay. I don't know what you could call. He's he's just he he grew up. He's like a Kennedy type. Yeah, Butte, old, Montana. Old, 
old-fashioned Democrat, Democrat. right? <laughs> right, yeah, right. Old-fashioned uh, Democrat. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. agree with his position that, uh, no, the future looks extremely bleak because the Christian world has been laying down like a doormat and not fighting back. Okay, that's the problem. Yeah. And you might you might want to make that a campaign issue. The fact that so many churches have laid down like doormats and uh, let the devil walk all over them. And you might want to bring up the 501c3 stuff. People don't know about it. They don't realize that their churches have sold out. You know, even our neighbors, communities that we live in, you know, out there when that was going on, no one ever stopped and, uh, you know, talk to me or introduce uh-huh. themselves as our neighbors, except this guy, Noel. Who's okay. in jail now down there at Douglas County, Missouri? Uh, what did he do? He came <laughs> Man, okay. Ran off with pie from his car, and he was tased. And the deputy springed his finger, so he's in he's in trouble for he's charged with assault on a special victim, a cop. Oh, really? For bending the he dislocated his pinky, I guess, when they were wrestling. Oh, There's a my video goodness. on my YouTube channel. Of yeah. no coal. He's been in jail for three. And I talk <laughs> about him. He has this public defender who's representing the girl at the Rebecca Rude trial I was talking about. Right. <laughs> and she hadn't got him a bond hearing in three months. Noel's been in there three months and hadn't had a bond hearing. Yet there's a murder of some meth heads uh, fighting over dope in some house down there. I follow their news down there. A shooting on June 12th. And that guy has a, a bond hearing scheduled already. Yeah. Uh, and, and murder, oh, and, wow. and and uh, Noel's just in there for assault and fleeing. He drove through a school zone and might have endangered kids. And he, right. he said there was no kids when he drove sixty through the thirty five or something. Right, know? right. And he's a really an outlaw. He's right, a, but he's a real sweetheart. He's a really good guy. Uh, uh, he's on yeah. my YouTube channel. Pray for him. He's our brothers in bonds. Uh, okay. Pray for me uh, for strength. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Whitehouse called me this morning. He calls me every day. He's very encouraging. He's glad I'm yeah. uh, running because uh, I want to steer people to the shooting of Jeffrey Winehouse that the officer was on Adderall and Prozac. Right. And there's just we just can't let that. It's, stand it's that, amazing uh, how many how many of these police officers are actually on psychotic drugs. You know that are freely dispensed. Yeah, you know, we got an opioid crisis in the police department, <laughs> right? Yeah, you could make that argument, okay? Who who knows how many of these officers are actually on some kind of drug, okay? That they don't need to be or shouldn't be, okay? So the article well, continues. Shooting, yeah, yeah. Well, you should be totally sober when you're carrying a gun, right? Absolutely, one hundred percent sober. And this officer was not. So the article continues. Young Catholics are beginning to talk more seriously about integralism, whatever that is while older Catholic writers are attacking classical liberalism as the source of our contemporary woes, okay? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we have known about that for uh, 100 years, that liberalism, uh, but not classicalism. Well, classical liberalism uh, was uh, opposed to tyranny and the state ruling over the people, you know, without proper uh, authority. And so, But uh, liberalism today is all about uh, authority, authoritarianism. You must obey the state. So liberalism has rep- about face, a complete about face. Yeah. 
Okay, so anyway, uh, historical Protestant thought has resources of its own to help us navigate these issues. One of these ideas, which is particularly concerned with how Christians should respond to unjust laws or the unjust use of power, is known as the doctrine of the lesser magistrate. Oh, okay, so that sounds like jury nullification. Davenant fellow Alex Mason, a Ph.D. candidate in theological ethics at the University of Aberdeen, explains it well, quote, The doctrine of the lesser magistrate is a unique Christian theory of resistance to authority, which was first detailed in Magdeburg Confession in 1550. This doctrine teaches that when a ruler has become an incorrigible tyrant within a very limited set of criteria, he has abdicated his claim to legitimacy. Consequently, those magistrates with lesser authority under him may defy and resist the illegitimate magistrate and his unjust laws for the sake of protecting others. For the embattled Protestant Reformation, the Magdeburg Confession became the embodiment of a theology of resistance, allowing not only for a right to resist in certain circumstances, but a duty. Yeah, well, that's exactly what the founding fathers of America thought. Alex Jones. Alex Jones with resistance to tyrants is, or what is it? He has yeah. that like slogan. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. To, uh, resistance to tyrants <laughs> is to obedience to God. That's Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Maybe Alex Jones copied yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Alex Jones right. is quoting that one. Right. But then also in our day today, this is very fitting for us. And you look at the January six people that wanted to stand up for Trump. And, you know, the 2000 mules, we know the election was stolen. Uh, and people, it, it also goes to the founding fathers when they, uh, when, when they wrote, uh, the oath to the office where our soldiers swear to defend the constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. They are right. making themselves the last. They are making themselves the lesser magistrates. Right. We okay. the people are the lesser right. magistrates, and we must. That's why I like this article. Right. Well, I mean the uh, the 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 Black Robe Regiment, the American Revolution, was re- led by pastors who. Uh, I believe they talk about the coming up of of how. Uh, inadequate or in inconsequential our 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 uh judicial system really is without the will of the people uh-huh oh yeah when when tyranny prevails uh, the law is gone <laughs> right there is no law under tyrants okay people yeah. see there's special privileges for special people all over right right all peoples well okay here uh this is uh what verse is this proverbs eight fifteen. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight and strength. By me, kings reign and rulers enact just laws. Just laws, not unjust laws. By me, by the consent of the people. Right, right. By me, princes rule and all nobles who govern justly. Okay? So if the ruler is an unjust ruler, he's not obeying Yahweh. He's not obeying God. So you can quote that. That's Proverbs 8, uh, 14 through 16. Okay. And uh, the whole America, there would have been no American Revolution if those pastors believed as modern Judeo pastors believe that the law has been done away with. Uh, that that wouldn't fly in those days. I don't think any any pastor who taught such a crazy idea 
would not have lived <laughs> to live. He would not have lived to regret it, <laughs> right? So, yeah, that, that's totally foreign to American thought, but it has become you know, Christian, Christianized thinking in this crazy world, right? But again, the people who say that are 501c3 pastors, and they're just spouting stuff that is safe for them to say so as not to offend the IRS, okay? So, yeah, this is very good. Uh, Alex Mason, a recipient of the 2017 Davenant Fellowship, has spent much of his time as a graduate student studying this particular doctrine and trying to discern how it might be applied in our contemporary context. Well, I mean, it's biblical. The king is supposed to obey the law. The government is supposed to obey the law. Okay. Uh, Are you there? Yes. Okay. thought we lost you. I heard some crackling there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Caught up in yeah, and even here. yeah, and all the kings of Israel when they disobeyed Yahweh's laws, Yahweh found a way to punish them. <laughs> right? Okay. He punished oh, yeah. them. Okay. And uh, by the way, uh, another thing that the modern churches have fallen under the sway of is this false notion of separation of church and state, supposedly ensconced in the First Amendment. No. The First Amendment doesn't say any such thing. It doesn't talk about separation of church and state. It talks. It says that Congress shall make no law with respect to religion or the free exercise thereof. It's a one-way street. Congress shall not interfere with religion, which is what they're doing under the supposition of separation of church and state. So if that issue comes up, just quote it. Yeah. Go ahead. If it's populist, if it's just like if it's populist with Trump. If he's popular, it doesn't matter if they want to scream and cry. And if if people uh, want to have prayer in school, as I believe, and that's something I would fight sure. for if I was in the legislature. I don't get to brainstorm with the, the uh, good people like you, uh, you know, that want to do things. I, I pray I do. Please, God, bring them to me. Yeah. Uh, we need prayer back in school. They wonder about these mass shootings and everything, and the children right. are so damaged. I, my children, I was, I, I've got a bunch of good pictures and videos that I never posted, and uh, my wife backed them up on Google. And there's pictures of my kids when they were little, just a few years ago, and I'm never going to get that back. And mm-hmm. we went through all of that hell of those people stressing our family out while we were trying to move and everything. God's gonna take care of all that either here or there with them but uh the children you know they want to do everything for safety for children and everything yeah these right. shootings and these with my daughter uh, i don't know if we talked about this but my daughter and kids had have practiced for mass shootings at their school in shell city it's just right. a little elementary school i think it's it's it, it just breaks my heart and it also makes me so angry right. that they have to at at seven and nine years old uh, face yeah. that that someone could, that we have that type of evil in this world. Right. Well, the Uvalde school who's practicing their uh, routine for a potential mass shooting for months before the actual the thing. Have power. I'm advocating for a federal law of a citizen's right to convene a grand jury. Right. And if we had a federal law saying that this is what Lavoy Finnicum and Ad Ammon Bundy wanted to use. In at the in Oregon, right? 
uh, Nevada. I, I put it on my Facebook uh, or my Twitter. It's on my Twitter. I put a, a tweet out on uh, this gentleman who passed away in Missouri using his bill as a template. And we could in the police chief of Evaldi could be indicted. Right. A hundred. I could be a hundred people in that county. A hundred men would sign a petition. Then they could probably get another two percent, take it to a judge, and they could say we want charges of misconduct or uh, dereliction of duty. Or I always hated that being my name's Daryl, but dereliction <laughs> of duty. I don't know what that's spelled would, the same way. I don't know what they would put on him. Uh, just, uh, yeah, charging yeah, for yeah. being a, a coward. I don't know what whatever they want to charge him with down there in that county. It's their business. And used to the sheriff, uh, you know, the, that uh, that Ozark County down there, the sheriff. I just put up a thing. They're out of gas money down there. They're not going to come to calls. The and I Whoa. bet this is happening on is going to start happening. They've ran out of their budget. I I saw the Joplin, Missouri news, Cherokee, Kansas, Cherokee County, Kansas. That's uh, like uh, over by Pitt, just across the Missouri line there into Kansas. Their their sheriff's office is out of fuel. They only they only budgeted like sixteen thousand dollars. That story in particular, right. I think it was Cherokee. They only budgeted sixteen thousand dollars for fuel this year, and they've already went through it. Wow, wow! We're only in the middle of the year. Consider yeah. so. Watch the police. A lot of these rural areas aren't. I, and my wife, when I, I sent her a screenshot of the sheriff put out this emergency alert for uh, Ozark County, Missouri, that they're just going to come out to serious crimes and real emergencies. They're not going to, you know, even though he does say misdemeanors, but they, he's saying they're out of gas money yeah. and that their budget, it's hurting everyone. And the and I sent that to my wife and she said, oh, that's great. He put that out. The criminals are all going to know, hey, the police aren't going to show up if you could break into things. People can break into stuff out in the country or, you know, this is not good. I mean, uh, the Biden and the Democrats, man, they have really. Uh, oh, they're turning the pressure. They're turning the pressure on all the degeneracy they can think of, you know, including uh, forcibly taking children and giving them sex change operations in the schools without the knowledge of the parents. I mean, this is. <laughs> Utterly outrageous, but the parents don't know that this is going on, Daryl. They don't even know that it's going on, thanks to the mass media, right? So, gender, you. Uh, I listened just rec- uh, who's uh, Jordan Peterson? He was talking about it, but I had listened to discussions about it previously uh, because it's a subject that I think is important of, the, of this, uh, you know, chemical castration, all this craziness. Oh, they went, man. He was talking like in 85%. And I bet it's a better number than that, that the children get some kind of confusion and it's because of our society and our moral decline and no right. Bible and right. God in the school. Uh, yeah. The, the, by t- by 18, 20 years old, they figure out, Hey, I'm a girl. I should have a boyfriend or, Right. Maybe they grow up and they be a spinster or something, a cat lady or something. I don't right. know, but right. but certainly society should not be promoting it. I mean, these people, these paid ads you get on YouTube, well, and yeah. Facebook, the ones that, the ones that are just like for oh tools or or nonsense. Those ads you can skip out of, but the the because my wife looks up shampoo or makeup or something. I get like these queer makeup ads on, and you can't you can't even uh, skip them. They make you listen to the whole fourteen uh, right. seconds of 
Right. Hair done. Yeah. Some like, you know, queer guy talking, you know, with the lispy right. sounding voice. And right. it's like. It's lispy. Lispy. <laughs> the iHeartRadio. I have the iHeartRadio app and I listen to that one for the Kansas City radio that says I'm a police hater. They don't want to have me on. <laughs> uh, and the Pete Mon- No. Mon- you want Day. honest cops. How is that hating police? Check this out. The, yeah, I want because yeah, that's this. You know, this is the mainstream media. But this guy's talking about the formula shortage a few weeks ago. I hadn't been on for a while, so we had the formula shortage. This guy was talking. He's like the he gets paid a hundred thousand a year. Pete Mondo in the morning, Kansas City in the morning. He's thirty eight years old. Got a couple kids. His wife is some college person. Uh, they got two little kids, and he's talking about giving them a uh, goat, uh, giving them. Uh, baby formula and uh, so i wrote him hey your babies are gonna have small brains and yeah, low right. iq you don't yeah. want to talk about it since they didn't want to have me on right. i go on the war path so i'm gonna pick at what he's saying and he's and he's just saying oh my three-year-old we're, we've got to get the toddler formula for her and i was like oh my gosh i gotta yeah. write i got a yeah. like, text about that and i like yeah. wrote I, it's on my Twitter. If you go to my Twitter, I think there's a picture of Pete Mondo, KCMO in the morning, right. and I and and then the Doctor Dutton over there in uh, the, he did a show on why mothers that don't breastfeed don't love their children. Yeah. And that's okay. All, yeah, it's that's probably true. true. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's both that that Pete Mondo's wife. Uh, your wife must not love your children because she doesn't breastfeed them right. and they're not, they have small brains and low IQs. Yeah. And I'm not just being hateful. Right. I'm no, telling it, the truth. Right. It, it, yeah. And it's, you, you and Jordan Peterson. <laughs> right. And, uh, no, I wrote on there. I said, drive out to Toganoxy. I used to go out to a lady. We lived up at Kansas city for several, for a few years. And I used to drive out to Toganoxy, Kansas. I used to drive like 30 minutes out of, uh-huh. Out of Kansas City, and just specifically to go get a couple gallons of goat's milk. We've ha- gave the kids the store milk when we had to. Right. But my wife breastfed every one of these kids a year, and some of them longer than a year. The little, you know, she's breastfed yeah. them all by uh, uh, what they needed, and and then we give them goat's milk, and they are just smart as a whip. We don't right. vaccinate them. We right. Ain't many vaccinations. And I mean, they're just, they're also a real pain in the butt. I got to tell you. Yeah, they, they got too much energy. Like... They have too much energy, right? <laughs> it's probably the goat's milk. Oh, like <laughs> right? Well, no, got juice boxes. And I gave them a juice box the other day before their mom come on about four in the afternoon. They're all playing in the pool. I give them a juice box. And then it's like seven o'clock time for bed. And my little three-year-old Ireland, she's going to be four. She's just at the couch. And people think I talk a lot. You right. should just hear Ireland go. <laughs> It's like blah 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 blah. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. I said, I said, I gave her a juice box, and she said, you gave him a juice box. I was like, yeah. She don't like me giving them the sugar sweets and everything, right? But because they're, and she makes them take care of their teeth and everything. But I give them something every few days or so. They get something. They get a, a treat right. or something. Yeah. And, uh, and to I find out how the Democrats like, live, <laughs> right? What's that? Yeah. To find out how the Democrats live. You know, they eat sweet stuff all the time. You know, the kids on welfare, they're surviving on, on uh, what do you call it, uh, macaroni and cheese. But the cheese is fake and the macaroni is poison. By the way, so is that formula. That formula that people oh, yeah. buy, it's toxic. Uh-huh. 
It's going gonna, it's gonna to kill mm-hmm. the brains of the children that drink that stuff, right? Well, it, it, they don't grow. They don't yeah. grow and strive or, yeah. or thrive. The word strive is yeah. failing. Well, uh, thrive. Right. Thrive is growing. And uh, my, my daughter, uh, Lily, is nine, and she's reading uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Very good. And she needs to read all the time rather than if uh, she gets attitude or something, she disappears and she's uh, reading a book. And uh, uh-huh. and then the uh, the seven year old, he's he's a boy, so he 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 uh, he likes to do drawing. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. The Bible That's says male and female. He created them, but the modern world doesn't believe it. Oh, he was fighting with his sister, and he is. Uh, uh, she's nine, he's seven, so she's still got a head on him, you know. She's right? still yeah, tall, you know, tall, six yeah. taller than him. But they were wrestling around, and uh, I, I don't know, yeah, six months ago, then, and and he got her pretty good or something, and she's like, he's really strong, and, yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> her her mom said, yeah, he's a boy, right? Of course, he's stronger than you. He's, <laughs> yeah, so, trying yeah. to tell a college teacher that that boys are stronger yeah, than every, girls. Everyone in Missouri, I think, is yeah. pretty cool with the whole right. uh, bike and the trans. We've got the Vicky Hartzler. They've went after her, and there's a lot of candidates run, putting that on their platform is that they will be for women's sports, meaning no men right. participate. No, you know, no, no fake females. Sports. No fake females snatching yeah, victory. Politically way to say that we don't want the queers right against our daughter <laughs> that's right you know? oh yeah and, uh, support, yeah and then going into the girls bathrooms and raping them and assaulting them that's amazing what the, you know it's like the liberals claim they care about people yeah yeah and of course the churches here's where the churches really should be standing up against it but they're not right so yeah, maybe you can canvas some of the churches in your area to find out where they stand on these moral issues, right? And see if you can get some support from them. Okay? Just an idea, right? <laughs> okay? I'm the whole church. Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, we have so, this whole evangelical right. movement. We have a lot of patriotic Christian people, though. I should be right. more positive about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my attorney, my Kansas City attorney, he's a young guy, and he uh, is a young Christian. He he believes in the Bible, and he's a, a, a Christian guy. So, uh, yeah. So, have you scheduled any public appearances anywhere? Have you uh, given, no. that, given that any thought? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I would have go to. I think I was on. We talked about the Springfield debate that they didn't let anyone come to. Right. The top dates. Did we talk about that last show? The top four candidates were scheduled to have a debate down here in Springfield, Missouri. Right. They didn't show up. (laughs) They let McClowski, Billy Long, and Dave Schultz that's running. They all got to speak. I called up and asked if uh, uh, I could speak. I've been invited all over the state to speak. Like little women's groups or uh-huh. or VFWs or things like this, and they're like four and five hours away, one way over there. So right, right, you know, yeah. The West, Missouri is a big three state. Three hours away. Yeah. 
to go talk to 25 people, which I would like to do, but I just, I can't yeah. financially do it. I have family and everything like that, so I can't do it. Right. But these large events, why can't I get three minutes at the large event? Right. You know? Yeah. To, right. to get up there. Uh, well, supposedly, I don't know about Missouri, but in Illinois, we have equal time laws so that any candidate can uh, get equal time on television. What they do, they put you on at 2 in the morning, but at least you get equal time on television, right? Doesn't Missouri have such a law? No. No? It's, it's, uh, okay. No, they, there probably is. I haven't looked. I just, the time is, you know, with the children wife to research everything that as far as campaign but i believe uh whenever this guy in the recorded phone call you could listen to it missouri battle flag uh like friend and and uh, subscribe to me it helps the algorithm share right some of my story but uh he says i don't meet the criteria so there's probably huh, some right. glitch where they could say yeah, because it's what private. Because he gets a little worried. He said, I didn't realize he was a black man. Oh. But in the video, I, the only good picture I could see was a terrible picture. He's on sitting on a bed with Band-Aids all over his face holding a white bunny rabbit or something. That's the picture of him. <laughs> really? And, Strange. And that's just so lamey, and I'm talking to him. And I, and so whenever I'm starting to get mad that you know they're not going to let me participate and everything, I'm like, well, What's your address? I want to come down there to it and sit in the audience. And he's like, oh, it's a private event. You're uninvited. You can't come. Yeah, you know? right. And I'm like, yeah. where are you? He's like, oh, there." he tells me where they are. And I said, well, I want to come out there and hold a sign. And he's all, oh, well, it's your right as an American to protest. I wrote, read my description in the description I wrote. Do, right. Does he really think that I don't know that I can't come down there with a sign and protest? Right, uh, right. And actually, yeah. actually in the uh, – Actually, yeah. in the uh, description, if you read it, it sounds says, like a liberal to me. me. Yeah, I have every right to demonstrate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, all right, Daryl. Well, good luck with your campaign. So the uh, the primary is August second. Yes. Do I have that right? Okay, very good. So that's only like four weeks away. So. Uh, again, your P.O. Box is P.O. Box 777, Shell City, Missouri. And what's the zip code? 64783. 64783. So Daryl is in need of donations and uh, so he can have gas money to speak to groups of people uh, 25 strong, right? <laughs> you know, where you're competing against people who are millionaires and billionaires who don't even think about money. We're going to file some civil lawsuits uh, uh, about yeah. the, the case, the stuff that happened to me. Okay. And I have a lot of positive that have contacted me, but money is uh, always in need. Right. So maybe you'll get some money out of those lawsuits, but in the meantime, your uh, campaign, well, uh, critical August 2nd, very critical date. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, how many of those candidates will move on? Is there a certain... Uh, threshold of candidates like no no just whoever's on top is the candidate one that august 2nd will go against whoever wins the democratic right okay nomination right sometimes they have runoffs in in several states they have a different procedure 
But okay, so we have yeah of the independent that is a phony. Yeah. He's really a Democrat. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. All right, Daryl. Yahweh bless you. Good luck with your campaign. And uh, even better luck with your uh, legal problems. I hope they'll get resolved quickly and in your favor, okay? Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. All right, folks. That's part one of today's show. And we're going to uh, continue the today's show with uh, a continuation of what I was talking about last night on Yahweh's Covenant People and the uh, the dangers of household radiation, not just Wi-Fi and not, not just uh, cell phones and 5G towers, cell phone towers, etc., but even your household wiring can be very dangerous. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to take a, a few minute break and uh, let's see here. Let's do a song from. Oh, let's see here. Let, let's do this one. My dear Messiah. That's all my, always my fallback song. Okay. Hopefully this comes soon.
right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Pastor Eli James here. This is Eurofolk Radio, the Restoration Hour. And as I was talking about last night on Yahweh's Covenant People, by the way, that uh, episode is up on the website. Uh, just go to Eurofolk Radio and uh, to the downloads, and that was under Yahweh's Covenant People, where I talked about the issues I've been having in my home with electromagnetic radiation and how bad it really is, and I had no idea that, for example, the wall outlets in your house will radiate tremendous amounts of energy without you knowing it. And, of course, this is never explained to people when uh, they're living in a home, and you've probably heard about smart homes, how dangerous the so-called smart homes are. They're unlivable because all of the appliances and the alarm system and uh, all of the, the, what do you call it, the water meter, the gas meter, not just the electric meter, but all the meters are smart and uh, radiate uh, energy, which is not good for the human body, okay? And so what happened was I went to uh, Freedom Palooza in Pennsylvania, and I had already suspected that uh, my problems were related to radiation, excess radiation coming from the, the router, the computers, etc. But I had never even suspected that radiation comes from the wall outlets. So when I came home, I was actually doing very well because I was sleeping outdoors, camping, and not near any computers except for maybe people with their uh, you know, little laptops here and there. Uh, so I was hardly uh, uh, you know, affected by any radiation at all at Freedom Palooza. They used to have Wi-Fi at these events to broadcast it live, but they don't have that anymore, so there wasn't even any Wi-Fi there. So when I got home and feeling very well, I was very much surprised, looking forward to a good night's sleep in my own bed, <laughs> right? I was very much surprised the next morning to have uh, headaches and eye pain again. And uh, although my uh, sinus condition didn't seem to be that affected, but certainly I was much surprised that I had a headache and eye pain uh, overnight you know, w- without any... Uh, I, tur- I turned everything off. I turned the computers off. In fact, I unplugged the computers because I didn't want radiation coming from them. So... That that just really surprised me that I was still having symptoms even though, you know, I had unplugged all my computers and uh, wasn't using, in, uh, in fact, unplugged the TV. The TV was the worst offender, radiated more than any other device in my home, and that was at the foot of my bed. So that I had unplugged and not uh, radiating at all from there. So what I realized was, and I put this uh, article in the chat room, and this article is entitled, and this is from emfadvice.com forward slash sleeping dash electric dash outlet dash panel forward slash. And this is again from emfadvice.com. And I was totally unfamiliar with this subject and the fact that outlets radiate tremendous amounts of energy when there are items plugged into the outlet. Now, as I said, in my bed, I have an outlet on either side of the bed with uh, 
lamps plugged in, and one has a clock radio, and the other has a heating pad. And those, I just have been leaving those plugged in, you know, just to avoid the electricity bill of of, uh, running those out. The only thing that was running actually was, of course, the electric alarm clock, electric clock radio. So after reading this article, I was absolutely shocked at what it actually reveals. Back home in Chicago, uh, my bedroom was I had a one outlet next to my bed to my left, and my again facing north. Uh, this bed faces north also. But uh, I, the, I never had anything plugged into it because the space between the bed and the door was so narrow, I couldn't even put like a little table lamp on that. So I just left that unplugged, okay? And then the nearest wall outlet was on uh, the other side of the room, in which I had the clock radio plugged in, but that was very far away, like a good six feet away, if not more. And so I wasn't getting any radiation from that. So I wasn't feeling these types of effects in Chicago. But now listen, sleeping near electric outlets and electric panels, is it safe by Daniel? No last name, just Daniel. Will you be safe from EMF radiations while sleeping near electrical outlets and panels? What if there is nothing plugged in? Will you still be affected? (laughs) Good questions, right? People don't ask these questions, but you should start asking this question, and you should consult this website and probably others as well, because there is radiation danger from wall outlets when there are items plugged in. Let's continue. Here is the short answer. While sleeping near an electric outlet, there will be negligible EMF radiation if there is no device plugged into an electric outlet, okay? It will be negligible, but only if there is nothing plugged into it, comma. And you will be okay if you are sleeping near one in this situation. However, and that's my situation now because I unplugged all that stuff, And by the way, I've been getting very good, uh, three nights in a row, very good sleep without any headaches or eye pain as a result. However, sleeping near an electrical panel is dangerous as it is a hot spot for EMF radiations. Do note that I use the word negligible for electrical outlets. There will be some amount of EMF radiation coming out of the outlet owing to dirty electricity even if there's nothing plugged in. So dirty electricity is a problem too. As an affiliate, I may collect a share of sales or other compensation from the links on this page, he says here, okay? So uh, I'm going to put post this page on the uh, you know, on the link when I uh, post this on Eurofolk Radio. In any case, in any home, dirty electricity will always be present, and it is virtually impractical to eliminate it. What is dirty electricity? Simply put, it is the disturbances in the electrical system of a house which are caused by appliances, electronics, energy-saving devices, etc. Appliances are devices in a home ranging from computers, cell phone chargers, televisions. Like I said, my television was absolutely the worst. It was like 10 times higher than normal. Dimmers, microwave ovens, 
and everything else which runs on power are a source of dirty electricity. So that makes me ask the question, what about ceiling fans? What about ceiling lights? Well, in my home, there I have nine-foot ceilings, so they're pretty far up there. So I, I don't think I'm concerned about that. But in modern homes that have uh, lower ceilings, and you can't even put a, a ceiling fan in a lot of these homes because you, you, you hurt your hand if you raise it up too high, I'll bet that fan being that close to a ceiling fan will radiate, but only if you're standing right under it. Okay, so appliances or devices in a home ranging from computers, cell phone chargers, etc., and everything else which runs on power are a source of dirty electricity. Electricity itself is a source of extremely low frequency radiation, or ELF radiation. In this article, cancer.org has brought out that generation, transmission, and distribution of electricity exposes us to ELF radiation, which is harmful, okay? And this is what's happening in your home. The article goes on to explicitly state that household wiring is one of the sources of this type of radiation. With dirty electricity, the effect is even more severe, okay? So with my meter, I found that in the the bad range on my EF meter, which is a volts per meter, is 40 and above. 40 and below is safe according to the meter that I have and according to standards of safety put out by private organizations, not by the government and not by the telecommunications industry who say, well, 1,000 is safe. No, it's not, folks. 1,000. If you're sleeping next to an outlet that's putting out 1,000 volts per meter, you're going to get cooked you might not last. You might as well be electrocuted. This is extremely dangerous. Yet the industry says it's safe. So why is the effect more severe? All appliances and devices convert the standard AC in the home to DC, or a different voltage configuration to function. While doing so, they create spikes and bursts, which form unwanted electromagnetic radiation. Okay. So the conversion from AC to DC causes electromagnetic radiation. Read this article. There's a link here. Uh, I'll see if uh, I may go back to it. To know more about dirty electricity and ways to reduce the harmful effects of electromagnetic radiation caused by it in your home. Well, in my case, I just unplugged it all. I unplugged it all, and I've been feeling much better since I've done that. And I also have to preface my remarks here by saying that some people are ultra sensitive to electromagnetic radiation. I never used to be, but uh, since moving into this home, I have had many, many symptoms for the last three, four months, especially running nose and then lately uh, headaches and uh, eye pain. So I had to figure out what was going on otherwise. And I assumed a lot of it came from my computers, which was a correct assumption. And so I've been struggling to find a computer that does not radiate electricity while I'm using it. Fortunately, my laptop, which I'm using right now, does not radiate while on battery. But if I plug it in and it charges the battery, it radiates like crazy. It radiates just as bad as the other computers. So just for your advice, this is you may have to... Hunt around if you want to avoid radiation from a computer. 
to find a laptop that does not radiate while it's on battery power. Unfortunately, this one does. It's an HP model. It's an HP TouchSmart number 15, and it does not radiate while it's running on battery power, which is a really good thing. I was really gratified to find that out. Okay. What are the risks of ELF? The WHO website has explained in detail what studies have revealed on health risks, which include childhood leukemia and cancer, right? A lot of cancer involved here, folks, with constant radiation. There are conflicting views to these studies, but there are many other studies apart from those conducted by WHO, which have similar findings. Before I proceed further, there's an inset here. I highly recommend you take a minute to check out these critically acclaimed ebooks, The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs by Nicholas Pinault, P-I-N-E-A-U-L-T, and Long-Term EMF Protection by Lloyd Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L. These books have helped me tremendously, and I can assure you that they will be worth your while. I also recommend Nick's EMF Protection Course, which is a great source of EMF protection. And I think as time goes on, the industry is going to ramp up, especially if they charge up 5G, which they're planning to do. It's going to make things even worse, okay? They may be ramping up your house current without us knowing. They could easily do that with smart meters. Continuing now, the next heading. How does dirty electricity affect the person who sleeps near an electrical outlet? And this is what caught my attention after having a good night's sleep but waking up with headache and eye pain. This really caught my attention. And, all right, and Brother Abraham says, just check the outlet next to my bed, which has a fan plugged into it, blowing cool air in through window from outside. No spike in reading. Good, very good. So some, some of those don't. It sounds like, from what I just read, that uh, it may not be a device that changes from AC to DC, so it's not spiking. And uh, I found that a couple of my uh, power strips, uh, they uh, diminish the effect. So if I put a power strip in, and then plus I can turn it on and off with ease, Whereas in some cases, I've had to move furniture to unplug certain devices and I've had to rearrange my furniture so I can get at the outlet. So this is a lot of work, folks. So be prepared. If you're finding that your house is wired hot by um, electromagnetic uh, radiation, uh, be prepared to make some major changes in your apartment. Okay, so let's continue. Let's assume no electrical appliances are running in the room in which you sleep. Your TV is disconnected, and there is not a single cell phone charging in the room. Will that electrical outlet be a source of EMF radiation? Now, what does he mean by disconnected? Unplugged or simply turned off? You have to be clear. He's not clear on this. The answer is yes, that electrical outlet will be a source of EMF radiation. And plus... The further you are away from the outlet, the better. Uh, even though uh, it's not, there's nothing plugged into it, it's still going to be rating a little bit, but it's probably going to be safe in terms, in terms of being under 40 volts per meter. The answer is yes. 
there will still be some amount of EMF radiation which will be coming from the outlet because that outlet is connected to the household wiring. Okay, fine. There are other appliances and devices which are running in other parts of the house like a Wi-Fi router or a light being operated by a dimmer switch and dirty electricity will be transferred to the outlet in your room. And I know a lot of dimmer switches hum, which means there's something going on there which doesn't ordinarily happen in a, a, a toggle switch, for example. By the way, I discovered that um, the my small bedroom, which I was uh, using most of the time b- before coming back from my trip, is right on the other side of the wall from the TV uh, receiver, and so that was radiating mightily through the wall. It was radiating mightily through the wall. So when I unplugged the TV receiver, that radiation stopped as well. So it didn't matter which bed I was sleeping in. I was getting hot through radiation. Okay, so let's continue. So and dirty electricity will be transferred to the outlet in your room. But these EMF radiations are likely to be of a small magnitude, and that is why sleeping near an electrical outlet which has no power devices connected to it is reasonably safe. However, if you have a cell phone charging on the electrical outlet, the EMF radiations from the cell phone as well as the electrical outlet will be substantial enough to cause harm, and that's exactly what I found was happening to me. Sleeping near an electrical outlet versus an electrical panel or fuse box. In comparison to an electrical outlet, sleeping near an electrical panel or fuse box is much more harmful. All the electricity in your house is coming to the electrical panel, which contains a circuit breaker box. This makes the electrical panel a significant source of EMF radiation. Many houses have electrical panels or fuse boxes located inside a garage or a basement but there are some that have them installed inside the house. The latter is dangerous for obvious reasons, and you will have to do what is necessary to protect yourself and your family from the harmful EMF radiations. Sorry, my phone just went off. I have to cancel that. And, And I know people who, well, if you live in an apartment building, your circuit breaker panel is probably in your apartment, either in a closet or in a bedroom. Either way, you're going to be sleeping close to it. So uh, that is a consideration. As my friend Wanda told me, she's been experiencing these problems. She just turns her, her breaker off at the, at the box every night and just basically goes through the dark with a, with, with a flashlight so she can sleep. Okay. So... Many houses have electrical panels and fuse boxes located inside a garage, and but that's a house, an apartment building is going to be on your floor, unless you're in like in a three-story walk-up like in the city of Chicago, where your breaker panel will be in the basement, and then you have to walk three floors down to get to turn it on or off. The latter is dangerous for obvious reasons, and you will have to do what is necessary to protect yourself and your family from the harmful EMF radiation. So I'm sure most of you have not even suspected that merely sleeping near an outlet that has something plugged into it may be dangerous. Next heading here, how to protect yourself while sleeping near an electric panel box or fuse box. When it comes to protection against EMF radiation, there are three things that we need to consider. One, 
distance from the source, time of exposure, using a shielding device. Distance from the source. Distance from the source is the most important of the three. The further you are from the EMF source, like an electrical panel, the less you are affected by it. By the way, I put uh, Faraday cages around my smart meters, and uh, I got zero, a zero reading after I did that. So that really worked. How? Electromagnetic radiations are omnidirectional. That is, they radiate in all directions. The intensity of the electromagnetic radiation is inversely proportional to the distance as per Newton's law. Hence, if you double the distance from the EMF source, the intensity of the radiation will be reduced by one-fourth. There is another rule of thumb which will give you an idea how much effect the distance will have on the intensity of EMF radiations. If you are one foot away from a source, the impact will be one-fourth the amount that you feel when you are touching it. In case you are two feet away, the effect will be one-sixteenth. So there is a tremendous drop-off the further you are away. But however, if the radiation is very strong, uh, like, uh, for example, uh, my TV set was like uh, 250, and the, sa- the safe area is 40, uh, that's no good. I had to be four feet away from the TV. And even then, I could still feel it. So I just turned it off and unplugged it, and I haven't used it since. Continuing. If you have an electric panel or fuse box just outside your room, the best thing is to relocate your bed as far as possible from the electric panel, okay? And uh, if your head is near that electric panel while you're sleeping, maybe you should rearrange the room and put the bed on the other side of the room and the dresser near the fuse box, that sort of thing. You really have to take this stuff seriously, folks. Exposure times. As far as exposure times are concerned, lesser the time that you are near any source which produces EMF radiation, the better. When sleeping in a room which has had an electric panel or fuse box nearby, there is, of course, very little you can do to control the exposure times while sleeping. Hence, the fa- this factor is more or less irrelevant here. Well, we can do like Wanda does and just turn the whole thing off using a shielding device. Shielding devices are becoming more and more popular by the day, And these are highly recommended in modern times where we are exposed to high levels of EMF radiation. There is an option of using mylar thermal blankets, which will act as a protective barrier or shield and can be stuck on walls. Okay, that's a new one for me. Mylar thermal blankets. I'm making a note of that (laughs) because I may need one of these. Mylar thermal blankets which will act as a protective barrier or shield and can be stuck on walls. Mylar blankets are cheap and effective but serve as a temporary solution and will ruin the aesthetics. Well, if you're dying of radiation, I don't think you're going to worry about aesthetics. EMF shielded, by the way, when you have headache and eye pain and running nose and you feel all fatigued and worn out every day because of radiation, you will do whatever it takes. EMF shielding paint, on the contrary, is a permanent solution which will also look good. (laughs) But you have to check with your landlord first. Okay. Sleeping near an electrical outlet. A summary of effects and precautions. To summarize, the adverse effects and tips for protection while sleeping near an electric outlet are as follows. One, 
Sleeping with a device plugged in, like a cell phone charging or a table fan running, is not advised. And my table lamps were causing that outlet to radiate like crazy. Two, if there is nothing plugged in, the EMF would be negligible, and it is reasonably safe. However, if you can help it, place your bed as far as you can from the outlet. Three, keep the Wi-Fi router off at night along with any other appliance or device that you can afford to turn off. It is understandable that some devices like the refrigerator cannot be switched off. Fortunately, my refrigerator is in the kitchen. I put the radiation test to it. It was radiating quite a lot when it was running, but not so much when not running. Sleeping near an electrical panel effects and tips. To summarize, the adverse effects and tips for protection while sleeping near an electrical panel are as follows. Electrical panels nearby are a health hazard. Ensure that the beds are as far as possible from the source. Even a foot makes a difference. Use shielding devices like mylar and EMF shield paint to block the radiations. There's also uh, radiation, you know, Faraday material you can buy online that you can uh, tape over the, the, the panel. And I think you actually have to use uh, uh, shielded tape as well because if it's not fully uh, adhering to the wall, the radiation will get through. This will at least affect the, the radiation coming straight out from the wall and maybe some sideways radiation. Final words. Protection from EMF radiation needs to be taken seriously. Over the past two decades, the use of cell phones, microwaves, smart watches, smart meters, and Wi-Fi has increased exponentially. The harmful effects of EMF radiations are being realized slowly, and I can vouch for this because when I'm in Chicago sleeping at my nephew's house and I took my meter and uh, applied it to the TV and his, uh, what do you call it, the uh, router and other devices, they were radiating at a good clip. Uh, But then uh, when uh, I just walked around the apartment, the electromagnetic field was still on. It was still in the red and beeping. And he said, well, all my neighbors to the left and to the right, above and below, they all, they're all they all generating EMF radiation. So it's almost impossible to get away from when you live in a big city and your neighbors have EMF radiation all over the place. Okay? So you're going to have to start taking this stuff seriously, folks. You will get ill. I never would have dreamed that I'd be be so, so sensitive to EMF as I have become. Okay, and actually my computer is telling me that the battery is running low, so I'm going to have to plug it in so to make sure I can finish the show. <laughs> All right. So, all right, so I'm just plugging it in now and okay, it's back on. All right, so folks, so he says The dangers of radiations from power lines is also not to be taken lightly. Electricity is known to produce strong radiations, and dirty electricity is even worse. With the addition of electrical devices, this dirty electricity being generated is of higher intensity as compared to the past. Yes, they're ramping it all up. Thanks for reading. You may also like to check out my recommended products for EMI or EMF radiation protection. So I put this link in the chat room. And also, I will post it when the, this uh, show is posted on Eurofolk Radio later 
today. Okay, so now I'm going to switch to an article entitled EMF Exposure from Healthline, Healthline healthline.com. Should you be worried about EMF exposure? Most of us are used to the electronic conveniences of modern life, but few of us are aware of the possible health risks presented by the gadgets that make our world work. Our power lines, cell phones, microwaves, Wi-Fi routers, computers, and other appliances send out a stream of invisible energy waves. Electric and magnetic fields are produced anywhere electricity is used, including at home and in the workplace. Some experts are concerned about potential health effects from these fields. But should we be worried? Well, it's interesting that the Amish, uh, although they don't use electricity, they use propane to run some of their machinery. The vast majority of the time they work in the daytime and they have uh, sorry, sorry, skylights. They have lots of windows in their factories and skylights. And uh, the uh, I think it's the Shock or Schrock, the Schrock uh, cabinet manufacturing company, which is in a town uh, called uh, Argo, Illinois, something like that. Can't think of the exact name right now. And I've seen their factory, and it's all skylights and windows. <laughs> so they must not do much work in the winter time, but uh, they do have propane, so they should be able to heat that place in the winter time when needed. So, but uh, they're not going to have any of these problems in their factory. Some experts are concerned about potential health effects from these fields, but should we be worried? While most researchers don't believe most EMFs are dangerous, there are still some scientists who question the safety of EMF exposure. Many say there hasn't been enough research into understanding whether EMFs are safe. Let's take a closer look. While the industry says, since there hasn't been enough research, Do it anyway. (laughs) Don't worry about it. You can't get cooked. What are EMFs? Since the beginning of the universe, the sun has sent out waves that create EMFs or radiation. At the same time the sun sends out EMFs, we can see its energy radiating out. This is visible light. At the turn of the 20th century, electric power lines and indoor lighting spread across the world. Scientists realized that the power lines supplying all that energy to the world's population were sending off EMFs, just like the sun does naturally. Over the years, scientists learned that many of the emerging electrical appliances also create EMFs. As the medical world advanced, much of its diagnostic and treatment equipment, like imaging devices for X-rays and CT scans, were also found to make EMFs. Another reason to stay out of hospitals. Today, 90% of the world's population has access to electricity and uses electrical appliances. Only 90%? That means lots of electricity and EMFs are created around the world. Yes, you're probably walking through waves of it. Okay, but even with all those waves, scientists generally don't think EMFs are a health concern. Yeah, well, those are the industry scientists. Types of EMF exposure. Radiation exists across what's called the electromagnetic, sorry, electromagnetic spectrum. This radiation ranges from very high energy called high frequency on one end of the spectrum to very low energy or low frequency on the other end. Examples of high energy radiation include X-rays, gamma rays, some higher energy ultraviolet rays, UV. This is ionizing radiation. 
meaning this energy can affect cells on the atomic level by removing an electron from an atom or ionizing it. Ionizing radiation can damage the body's DNA and cells, which may contribute to genetic mutations and cancer. Okay, you listening, folks? May harm your DNA. By the way, your DNA is an antenna. It's a transceiver. So I would not mess around with EMFs and DNA. Of course, that's what the shot, the Bill Gates jab, is all about, is turning you into a radiation device transmitting and receiving from 5G. That's the ultimate aim of Bill Gates' agenda. So it's only going to get worse, folks. It's only going to get worse. So I'm telling you right now, Better be uh, aware of this uh, radiation danger. Yeah, <laughs> Brother Abair says, EMF, Esau's murdering frequency. There you go. Got that right. Okay. So, okay. Evidence for a connection between coronavirus disease 19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation from wireless communications, including 5G. He just put a link in the chat room. And that looks really interesting. If I have time for that, I'll, I'll look at that as well. Okay, so getting back to this article that I'm currently reading. Again, this is healthline.com. And it's about whether or not UV radiation or uh, EMF radiation is dangerous. Of course, the industry downplays the, radi- uh, the danger because they want to sell you stuff. Right, but they want to sell you stuff, and there's going to be more people made. They, they assume, right? So if you die, your house will be occupied by somebody else, right? So the ionizing radiation can damage the body's DNA and cells, which may contribute to genetic mutations and cancer. And I think the regular, even the non-ionizing radiation, can do that, given sufficient time and uh, wattage. On the other end of the spectrum is extremely low-frequency ELF radiation. This is a type of non-ionizing radiation. It can move atoms around in the body and make them vibrate. Yeah, how about your microwave? What does a microwave do? It heats the water in the food to heat it up. So you don't want to stand really close to a microwave because it's going to heat up your water. Okay, it moves the atoms. It makes them dance. That's what causes the heating sensation, right? Like I said, I literally was able to feel my face heating up just from watching the TV screen. And it's hard for me to get more than two, two and a half feet away before I can stop reading the print on the screen, right? So uh, when I'm using a regular computer, and even now since I had to plug the uh, laptop into the uh, charger so that it, uh, the battery would charge up again. It is now radiating. So, but I think I can manage uh, 40, 20 minutes of it and uh, having done, uh, you know, an hour and a quarter and then three or an hour and a half and more uh, without radiation, which is really good. So at least I have one computer in the house that isn't frying my face. Okay, continuing. In between ELF radiation and high-energy radiation on the spectrum are other types of non-ionizing radiation, like radiofrequency radiation, visible light, and infrared. Electric and magnetic fields 
join as one field in most forms of radiation. The result is called an electromagnetic field, EMF. But the electric and magnetic fields in ELF radiation can act independently. So we use the terms magnetic field and electric field to refer to these two different fields in ELF radiation. And my meter here, which I'll I'll give the make and model again, Eric Hill, RT-100, E-R-I-C-K-H-I-L-L, RT-100. It lists both at the same time and will give a warning as to which is in, in the danger zone and sometimes both are in the danger zone. So you just have to look at the meter to determine which is providing the danger signal. Okay, so let's continue. In summary, here are two types of EMFs that you might be exposed to. High-frequency EMFs, this is the ionizing type of radiation. Scientific literature agrees that large exposures can damage DNA or cells. Medical devices like X-ray imaging machines and CT scans produce low levels of this type of radiation. In addition to the X-ray, other sources include gamma radiation from radioactive elements and UV radiation from either tanning beds or the sun. Okay, still interested in getting that deep, dark tan? Low to mid-frequency EMFs. This is the non-ionizing type of radiation. It's mild and thought to be harmless to people, but it's not. Household appliances like microwave ovens, cell phones, hair dryers, and washing machines, as well as power lines and MRIs, another reason to stay out of hospitals, produce this type of radiation. This category of EMFs includes extremely low-frequency EMFs, ELF to EMF, and radiofrequency Non-ionizing EMFs come from both natural and human-made sources. The Earth's magnetic field is an example of a natural EMF. Human-made EMFs are classified in two types, both generated by non-ionizing radiation. Extremely low frequencies. This non-ionizing radiation field can be generated by a variety of sources, including power lines, electrical wiring, and personal appliances like electric shavers, hair dryers, and electric blankets, so it's not safe to sleep with an electric blanket, folk. Radio frequency radiation. This non-ionizing radiation field is emitted from wireless devices like cell phones, smart meters, tablets, and laptop computers. It's also generated and it's emitted by regular computers, too. It's also generated by radio and television signals, radar, satellite stations, and MRI machines, okay? So I can, I can imagine how tough it is for someone in the hospital trying to recover from an illness surrounded by all of this machinery that is emitting dangerous radiation. It's causing your body to work overtime, your immune system to work overtime. So, Sources of radiation, microwave ovens, computers, smart meters, wireless Wi-Fi routers, cell phones, Bluetooth devices, okay? You don't want to have a Bluetooth device on your ear. Get a plug-in headset instead. Power lines, again, MRI machines. So this uh, article is is saying in in a very very, uh, mild way that these... Devices are dangerous. Uh, it's, it's not as serious as uh, the other article was in explaining the dangers, but there are many dangers involved uh, 
in household wiring, which is the main point I wanted to bring forth uh, today. So uh, let, let's see what that link that was provided by Brother Abair has to say. And let's click on that. And this is, it looks like it's a government, a government uh, website. I guess I'm going to have to copy and paste and see what the government has to say. Sometimes the government admits a lot of stuff. So it may actually be a good article. So this is the National Library of Medicine, Public Public Central. Evidence for a connection between coronavirus disease 19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation from wireless communications, including 5G. Now we have reported on this in the past, actually during 2020 and 2021, we reported the connection between 5G installations and COVID-19 deaths. There was a direct correlation to those cities that had activated 5G and the number of deaths to coronavirus. But in a lot of the cases, we have to take the uh, data with a grain of salt because a lot of these deaths occurred in old people's homes and nursing homes where these people were being uh, really tortured to death by the staff and uh, being given the injections, right? So, wow, (laughs) double wow. Background and aim, coronavirus disease, public health policy has focused on the severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS-CoV-2 virus, and its effects on human health while environmental factors have been largely ignored. Exactly. They're still being ignored. In considering the epidemiological triad, agent host environment, applicable to all disease, we investigated a possible environmental factor in the COVID-19 pandemic. Ambient radio frequency radiation from wireless communication systems, including microwaves and millimeter waves. The SARS virus that caused COVID pandemic surfaced in Wuhan, China, shortly after the implementation of citywide fifth generation, that is 5G, of wireless communication radiation and rapidly spread globally, initially demonstrating a statistical correlation to international communities with recently established 5G networks, as we just said, right? More proof that we have been right about COVID, 5G, and all this deadly radiation and deadly vaccinations. We have been right all along from the very beginning, and no one has come up with any credible evidence to the contrary And this study looks like it's actually very good. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Aber. Very good stuff. So so let's continue. In this study, we examined the peer-reviewed scientific literature on the detrimental bioeffects of WCR, that is wireless communications radiation, which means your cell phone and your router, Wi-Fi, etc., and identified several mechanisms by which WCR may have contributed to the COVID-19 pandemic as a toxic environmental cofactor. By crossing boundaries between the disciplines of biophysics and pathophysiology, we present evidence that WCR may, one, cause morphological changes in erythrocytes, including echinocyte 
and Rillo formation that can contribute to hypercoagulation in your blood, folks. Right? So while they're injecting you with the Gates toxins, the Gates toxin, and you're sitting near a Wi-Fi and, and all this medical equipment that's radiating stuff right at you, your blood is coagulating. Two, it may impair microcirculation and reduce erythrocyte and hemoglobin levels, exacerbating hypoxia, which means that you will be short of oxygen. And the microcirculation is your tiny capillaries, your blood circulation system ends in capillaries, which are only one corpuscle in diameter, just big enough so that your little blood corpuscles can go through. And that stuff can, uh, I can see your, your capillaries coagulating first because they're so small. One, it only takes one blood cell to clog up a capillary. And so you have millions of capillaries, and the more of these capillaries get clogged up, man, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it big time. Three, amplify immune system dysfunction, including immunosuppression, autoimmunity, and hyperinflammation, which is probably what's causing my sinus uh, activity. And it's, been, it's gotten so much better the last two or three days since I turned off all my, uh, I unplugged all my outlets near where I sleep, and I basically unplugged everything I don't need to use, except the refrigerator. And in some cases, I've put in power strips uh, for devices I need to use, you know, like my desk, my desk light, uh, etc. And so the power strip reduces the amount of radiation coming from the light. So it may or may not work. It probably depends on the power strip that you have. Okay, so let's continue. Hyperinflammation and it damages your immune system. Number three is telling us. Number four, increase cellular oxidative stress and the production of free radicals resulting in vascular injury and organ damage. In other words, by injuring various parts of your body at the cellular level, your body is dumping debris, i.e. viruses, into your bloodstream and into other body fluids, clogging you up, forcing your body to Eject, 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 when it can only do so at a very slow rate, okay? You're overwhelming your your immune system when this happens, okay? And th- this will result in vascular injury, that's damage to your blood vessels, and organ damage, indeed. Number five, increase intracellular calcium 2+, essential for viral entry, or bacterial entry, replication and release, in addition to promoting pro-inflammatory pathways. And number six, worsen heart arrhythmias and cardiac disorders. Well, your heart has a kind of brain of its own. It has its own electrical uh, center, which regulates the beating of the heart and very, very complex functions of the blood flowing in and out of your heart through the four ventricles, two ventricles, four chambers. So your heart can be dramatically affected 
by Wi-Fi radiation, this study is saying. Relevance for patients. In short, WCR has become a ubiquitous environmental stressor that we propose may have contributed to adverse health outcomes of patients infected with COVID and increased the severity of the pandemic. Yeah, I agree. Therefore, we recommend that all people, particularly those suffering from COVID, reduce their exposure to WCR as much as reasonably achievable until further research better clarifies the systemic health effects associated with chronic WCR exposure. Now, this article doesn't even talk about household electronics, household electricity, which also must be included as being detrimental to your health. As the previous two articles have stated, the closer you are to a wall outlet that might have something plugged into it, the more dangerous it is. Keywords, COVID-19, coronavirus, coronavirus disease, severe acute respiratory syndrome, etc., etc. Okay, so this is a a state-of-the-art article here done by the industry admitting the dangers of radiation. Background, we have about uh, six minutes left. Background, coronavirus disease has been the focus of international public health policy since 2020. Despite unprecedented public health protocols to quell the pandemic, really, of course, that's not true. The, whatever they have done has increased the pandemic. The number of COVID-19 cases continues to rise, as we predicted they would. Right? We propose a reassessment of our public health strategy. Yeah, scrap it all together. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the simplest model, that actually they're the Center for Disease Spreading, the simplest model of disease causation is the epidemiological triad consisting of three interactive factors, the agent, pathogen, the environment, and the health status of the host. Extensive research is being done on the agent, severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus, Risk factors that make a host more likely to succumb to the disease have been elucidated. However, environmental factors have not been sufficiently explored. In this paper, we investigate the role of wireless communication radiation, a widespread environmental stressor. Absolutely, it is a widespread stressor. We explore the scientific evidence suggesting a possible relationship between COVID and radiofrequency radiation, related to wireless communications technology, including fifth generation of wireless communications technology, henceforth referred to as WCR. So this is only about wireless radiation. It's not talking about your household radiation, which can be just as deadly or worse. Assessing the potentially detrimental health effects of WCR may be crucial to develop an effective rational public health policy. You want an effective rational public health policy? What dream world are you living in that may help expedite eradication of the COVID-19 pandemic? Of course, we know that the WHO and the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and the so-called medical establishment have no interest in healing us. They have been making us sick for generations, and calling it medicine. In addition, 
because we are on the verge of worldwide 5G deployment. Shudder. It is critical to consider the possible damaging health effects of WCR before the public is potentially harmed. Do you think that's going to happen? No, no way. Not if Bill Gates has anything to say about it. He wants us to get sick. He wants us to die, as he is the world's top leading eugenicist. After the Rockefellers, of course, and after the United Nations and the World Health Organization, etc. 5G is a protocol that will use high-frequency bands and extensive bandwidths of the electromagnetic spectrum in the vast radio frequency range from 600 megahertz to nearly 100 gigahertz, which includes millimeter waves that are less uh, smaller than 20 gigahertz. In addition to the currently used third-generation 3G and fourth-generation 4G long-term evolution LTE microwave bands, 5G frequency spectrum allocations differ from country to country. Focused pulse beams of radiation will emit from new base stations and phased array antennas placed close to buildings whenever persons access where yeah whenever persons access the 5G network. Yeah, they're going to be like just two blocks apart. So fortunately for us, the global lockdown has slowed down the deployment of 5G towers because China has virtually come to a halt with its own internal economic problems, the port of Shanghai being literally shut down for months at a time, not sending out any, well, uh, electronic components (laughs) for computers, uh, water pumps for trucks. So the world is literally grinding to a halt because of the lockdown and probably faster than the Rothschilds had anticipated because it's affecting China, one of their main weapons against the free world. Yes, China is controlled by the Rothschilds, folks. It's not just the fact that it's communist doesn't mean a thing to the Rothschilds. They profit from slave labor wherever it can be found. So, folks, we are living in a time where we have to wake up and inform others of how serious these dangers are. And articles like this are perfect to help wake people up. We need to wake them up quick. Pronto. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you guys tomorrow for Bloodlines and Voice of Christian Israel. Bye-bye. Be safe. (laughs) 